Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, everyone, and welcome to When No One's Watching. It's me, Matt Willis. Now, first of all, I'm going to address the elephant in the room. Now, um, you may have noticed I'm on my own. Matt Richardson is not here. And... um. Look, I don't want you feeling too worried, okay? Because, you know, however, whatever's going on between us right now, you know, I wasn't here last week. He's not here this week. You know, I know your mind may be spinning out a little bit about this, but I just want to let you know that whatever happens between us, there is always enough love within us for you, our listeners. Um, and Matt will be back next week. He's on holiday. So um, this week, what have I been up to? Have I got anything to share with you? Um, any confessions up my sleeve? Well, I was obviously on holiday for last week. I was away in France, right? And um, I, as I have said before, I've been eating quite a strict diet for like probably three weeks before I went away. I was supposed to be doing it whilst I was away. But as soon as I got into France, that went out the window and I had a croissant immediately. And um, so... We're in this villa a bit far away from the town. And um, and in this town, there is a chocolate shop. And I'm not talking any normal kind of chocolate shop. This place is off the fucking chain. Like, it's the most... It was, for me, who had not eaten anything tasty other than red meat for three weeks, it was like crack cocaine. It was the most amazing thing in the world. Not telling you to take crack cocaine as well, by the way, because that will definitely kill you. But... Um, we uh, so so we went to this chocolate shop once or twice, and um, I kept going back for more and more and more. And eventually, I felt quite guilty and a bit embarrassed about the amount and quantity of chocolate I was eating. So um, so I had to keep thinking of excuses <laughs> to go to the chocolate shop. So um, um, I, I waited about a day, and then I faked that I had to get petrol because we were really low on petrol. And so I had to fake that we had to go and get petrol because just in case we run out when we were going to a restaurant or wherever we were going to go. But actually, it was all a ruse because I was going to the chocolate shop um, and I had some chocolate from that shop and I ate it on the way back to the place. Um, I drove really slowly and ate the whole lot and I scattered little bits of broken dark chocolate all over the car from trying to eat whilst driving. Also not encouraging that, that's bad. Um, but um, there was little bits of broken chocolate all over the place, which then melted in the sun when I was out of the car, and my sister-in-law went in there and went, you're disgusting, look at the state of your car. And I had to try and blame it on the kids. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I feel a little bit guilty about that. Um, obviously, there's no one here to judge me today, so um, which I'm quite pleased about, but you are there. So if you want to let me know on Instagram, slip into the DMs, contact me on Twitter, let me know if you think it was good, bad, or bad, bad. To be honest... I feel pretty good about it. 
Um, I'm eating really well again now. It was a little slip <laughs> uh, multiple times, but, you know, I feel all right about it. So, uh, so your words cannot hurt me. Okay, so this week on the podcast, we have the incredible comedian Rachel Paris. Now, you may know her from The Mash Reports, Ostentatious and Murdering Successful, but she is a bloody, bloody funny woman, and I very much enjoyed chatting to her. Um, me and Matt are on this together, so you can see what romance was once like. Um, I miss you, Matt. <sighs> Speak to you soon. I'm Matt Richardson, Heat Magazine's Weird Crush of the Year 2014. And I'm Matt Willis from Busted. We are Guilty Pleasures, and in our new podcast, celebrities confess what they get up to when no one's watching. And then we decide whether they're good, bad. Crack on and stop feeling embarrassed about it. Or bad, bad. Go straight to bed, no tea, and think about what you've done. Because if we think it's bad, bad, you know you're a wrong'un. On the podcast uh, today, we have um, an amazing comedian who basically became uh, a viral sensation uh, on the MASH report and ended up being nominated for a BAFTA as well. It's the wonderful Rachel Paris. How are you doing? Hi, I'm great, thank you. It's really nice hearing people's introductions for you. Oh, um, I mean, yeah. It gives you such it's, an ego boost. It's yeah. really nice. You know, because I've been out for so long. <laughs> I was nominated for a BAFTA, actually. It's good that you know that. You do forget. And it's nice to be reminded. <laughs> nice, nice. Do you get like a thing from BAFTA that's like a, oh, not a BAFTA, but a kind of an almost BAFTA? Um, I a don't nomination think so. certificate. Or if they do, I. Yeah. <laughs> you, would, you would totally think that you would. Yeah. No, I don't think I have. I think the only thing I've got is I've kept my um, very nice looking invitation to go. Fair yes. enough. Yes. Nice. Thank you very much for coming on the podcast. Obviously, it's all about the things you enjoy that you've not told many people about you know the sure. guilty pleasures um how do you feel about confessing these things um worryingly fine because okay. i feel like as a stand-up and as a person i'm like too honest about my habits and the things i do and i end up confessing things on stage in stand-up that to, to, to many, many people. And I forget that, you know, it might be being filmed, it might be broadcast, people can tell other people. To me, when I'm doing stand-up, it always feels like it's just us, you know, it's just the people in the room. And, and so it feels intimate <laughs> and secret somehow. Well, I guess we'll kick right off then. Can you tell us your first confession, please? <laughs> I don't really know how to phrase this, but <laughs> I'm, quite, I'm quite grimy as a person. <laughs> Um, not, um, you, in, in the rapping sense or <laughs> <laughs> I wish right, oh okay. my god could you imagine the terrible white rap I'd do oh, I'd love um, to hear that I mean <laughs> you don't have to there are, there are plenty of white male comedians doing terrible That's rapping true. you That's may true. as well you may as well give it a go <laughs> oh my god um, no as in like dirt as in I, I probably don't to be honest I don't wash enough <laughs> really okay don't get me wrong I wash my bits but <laughs> not as much, I think, as other people. Um, <laughs> I think. Well, the problem especially is, especially in lockdown, especially in lockdown, which you would think you've got so much time to wash in lockdown. Why wouldn't you yeah. have all the time? But for me, my washing in life is having a bath. I love a bath because a bath is like, uh, you know, it takes you away from normal life. It's a way of stopping, right. and refreshing, and in lockdown. You've got so much time. You're in the house anyway. A bath has lost all of its attraction. 
Uh, but what I failed to do was replace it with showers. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know. I just a bit lax about washing generally. I, I live with someone who's a little bit the same. Right? So my <laughs> wife is um is is sometimes what would I say grimy? Yeah, I would. She's um uh, <laughs> yeah, she she's a little bit lax on it, right. shall we say? Brilliant. Like for instance, we we were in bed the other night, and um and uh, she she laid down, you know, and so, so I laid down and was like. Oh, I haven't brushed my teeth today. I was like, "What? Yeah. How could you? How could you not know till now?" She's like, "Just remembered." I was like, yeah, "Oh my I'm god, I do that." Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's like um, that's the, that's a oh. normal human thing to do every day. I think you know. So it's um, <laughs> it was um, it shocked me. But like, she she for instance, like she will not um, she uh, I challenged her because she doesn't wash her legs in the shower, right? And I was quite blown away by that. And apparently, this is the thing that women do not do. They do not um, they do not wash Never. below the shin. Never. Right, so you're one of these as well. Never. You're a non-leg washer. They just genuinely don't get dirty. Like, you, and you shave them, you know, so that's a form of, you know, you give them a, a shave every She swatting, doesn't. So that does a bit of <laughs> <laughs> What I like about this podcast okay. is we're basically we're just chipping away at the aspirational image yeah. of Emma Willis. Oh, oh no, the, th- the thing is, she fucking will if she's on telly. She'll yeah, shave her legs, too. do her armpits, do everything, make herself look all pretty. It's just from, you know, like normal every day. No, that's a pain someone's, in the ass. Someone's, someone's jealous of the voice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You'll shave for Will I Am, but not for me. <laughs> I'm the same. Like I'll do it if I've got a job where I'm going to see my lower legs, but not really otherwise. Um, right. Sadly. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. And, and also like in terms of washing clothes, right, there is... A difference between how often men's clothes need washing and how often women's clothes need washing and like okay. you know i do think men sweat a bit more and so if you've worn it right. once you need maybe you need to wash it straight away but i genuinely believe that for a lot of women you don't need to you can wear it like a few times and it doesn't smell at all and it's fine but well, you just again, do a sniff I think my, test surely do a sniff test exactly yeah. and pick I, it up I off the floor the sniff test. oh yeah that's fine Fine. If I've worn something once, it is needing to be washed. Really? Every Ditto, time. If I Ditto sniff test husband. it, I'm, yeah. I'm disgusted by myself. I'm like, really? bloody hell. Yeah, I really am a smelly bloke. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm like, not one, that one... sweaty, really. Are you not? No, I can do <laughs> but... I can do a T-shirt two days in a row. <clears throat> oh, I can't do what that. I can't do that. You <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm quite juicy, me. I will, um, you know, I need to, uh, I need to, I need to be hosed down regularly. Mm. But yes, yeah, so, so is my husband. Like, he, if he's worn something, the end of the day, that's got to go in the laundry, um, and that's fair enough. But yeah. I have tried to explain that that's not the same for everyone, and that I'm not just a dirty pig. Like these, well, I am in some ways. Like the, but the, yeah, clothes are, are often they can bear a second or, or dare I say, even third wear. And I'm See, not talking about underwear here. Mm. I'm not talking about underwear. No. Well, the thing is, Although I think jeans, jeans. Who's who's washing their jeans more than? Once a week, twice a year. <laughs> oh, okay. oh wow! Oh wow! Oh, that. Um, the, the thing is, like, you say in lockdown, if you're not going anywhere, like I've gotten quite lax with the whole showering thing in lockdown because, like, I didn't shower yesterday, but I'm not doing anything today. Yeah. And like, it's and showering's not a fun thing to do, is it? Like, it's not like or like having a bath can be really enjoyable. Like, there's nothing enjoyable about a shower. That's it. That's it. Yeah, exactly. The bath, the bath enjoyment is gone. Showers are a bit boring. And really, I feel like you really washing is kind of like something that you really do. 
after you come back or before you go out. And yes. so lockdown is mostly felt a bit like the equivalent of those, the odd pyjama day that you might have, but it's been months of it. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. You don't watch on those days. It's a pyjama day. You know, you're just a bit fusty. And I suppose I've been like that for two months. <laughs> I think as long as you don't stink. I agree. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. all right. I found a good way. This is a little tip if you are interested, Matt. This is, I guess this is almost a bit of a confession of mine. I only use women's body products. I only really? use women's deodorant. Like I only what? use what do you mean? women's deodorant, women's moisturizer, anything that's like if there's a man a male version or a women's version, shower gel, I, I never use bloke shower gel because I don't think the blokey smelling stuff, if you are a bit sweaty, it doesn't add anything. It makes it much worse. Like if you're wearing like links and you smell, you just smell <laughs> of links and sweat. Whereas if you're wearing some sure like it's floral and it's nice and it kind of covers it better. So that's my tip is if you think you're a smelly, sweaty guy, only use women's products. I, that's, I haven't used men's deodorant for 10 years. Really? And it's absolutely really? never. Never. I always use women's deodorant. This is such an obscure little piece of trivia for your fans to have found out. <laughs> well, the, th- the three of them already know. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, and I think I think that's that, that's a big secret is try and smell floral as much as you can, and it's much better than smelling like smelling like rage ice or whatever they have in the <laughs> in the men's things. Even shaving gel, I don't like the smell of men's shaving gel. I use the shaving gel for women's legs on my face. Do you? Yeah, Are you it for real? Nicer. Yeah. Does it work? Wow. Is it not for a, a thicker no, it's, hair? No, not at all. Yeah. It's, it's all the same product, really, at the end oh, of the day. Oh, it's such a swizzle, that mm. then, isn't it, actually? Yeah. They market it so cleverly. Well, it's like it's all... It, all that needlessly gendered stuff, like, and the women's stuff smells nicer, and there's more options as well. So, so, wait, so you, you every day, every day, you put sure for women on your armpits? Well, at the moment, I'm using the Aldi own brand women's... Uh, <laughs> oh, you really are? Okay. <laughs> yeah, come on, mate. It's, okay. uh, it's locked down in the arts. The arts, we're not earning any money, are we? Um, <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Are you sure and Dove and all those are anti-personal? Really? Yeah. Right, wow. So I'm, wow. I'm, I'm all about this. I, and I think leaving it for a few days, if, if you need to and you don't need to go anywhere, is fine, isn't it? Some people are clean freaks, you know, the people that shower twice a day and all that. But I think most yeah. people, it's something they do because they have to. And if they can avoid it, they will. Yeah. Yeah. What are you thinking about this then, Matt? Sorry, I can't get on board with this. Um, because well, the thing is, I, I I don't know you, nor have I smelt you. So I'm I'm sure you're <laughs> lovely and pleasant, smelling all the time. But f- it, I'm just thinking of me, right? If I didn't but shower just- for two days, I would feel physically repulsive, and I would smell <laughs> bad, and I'd be very aware. Like um, like there's not a chance I could leave the house ever having not had right. a shower because I would be right. so aware that I would be like I would feel like I had a layer of shit on me shit maybe a bit far <laughs> no, yeah probably but, um, a bit far. yeah probably a bit far but um but yeah and I, I, I'm, I'm quite a sweaty smelly person so I need it I'd, I'd just like to take this moment um, uh, to appreciate the fact that Matt just said the phrase I've never met you nor have I smelt you and it didn't sound <laughs> creepy <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even clock it no, I was like, if, oh. I, if I ever do meet you though and I smell you I apologise in advance <laughs> and you I, must remember why okay yeah <laughs> Yeah, I always when I meet someone that's on telly, like I always make a point to go. I wonder what they smell like because I think 
people smell really? of success. Yeah, I think you meet people. There's certain people you meet and you go, you smell like you're rich. And I really like that in other people. So I sometimes think maybe I should be better because maybe one day someone will meet me in the street and they'll be like, God, he smells normal. Whereas I want them to be like, he smells like he's got a hell of money. I think this is good, bad. But I think, look, Matt, like this is good, bad for, for Rachel, but please go and tell Emma, bad, bad. Like, okay, she's okay. not even, but she's this not is even good, on this, this podcast good, and she's you. been done. Yeah, good. Yeah. Can I just tell you yeah, that you when... Do you. Um, me and my husband were, uh, as I say, we both, uh, we assume, had COVID or seemed very much like it. And um, we had that thing where you lose your sense of smell. Yeah. Completely. Yeah, we did as well and for, we lost for it a week. For, did you? Yeah. Yeah. It's so weird. Like, yeah. so odd. And then your taste obviously goes as well. Like, it was so, so yeah. strange. So we lost it for like a good two weeks or maybe even more. Um, and because this was quite early on in lockdown and obviously we'd, we was, had been ill, um, and we were just completely, we were both quite grimy at that point, definitely not washing <laughs> enough. And <laughs> we started day by day to get our smell back. And we were like, oh my God, you fucking stink. <laughs> <laughs> you. And it happened to me, but I was like in a room on my own and I was like, Oh my god, Marcus, we have we have to wash. We've <laughs> 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 been walking around in like oh, blissful no. ignorance for like for days and days. Oh god. And when you're ill as well, you smell weird when you're ill. Yeah, don't exactly. You? Oh, we're dear. like being so yeah. ill, so we're just grosser than ever. So, can we have your next confession, please? My confession is um, how much I love ready meals. And I think they're okay. much maligned uh, in terms of being, you know, processed and full of sugar and everything. But I basically lived off ready meals for about, I would say, at least 12 years of my life. And, and I'm fine health-wise. And I just think they're, I just think they're great and delicious. Now, the thing is here is you're going to have two sides of the story with this because Matt Willis is an absolute health freak. Right. Yeah. And I I am aiming for an early grave. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. <laughs> yeah. So how do you feel about ready meals in this confession, Matt? Well, um, I mean, this is the thing because um, I think the reason that I'm such a health freak these days is because I spent 26 years of my life being the complete opposite. And like then right. all, sh- all shit went down. And um and everything came to bite me in the ass, um and uh, literally and um and so it was um uh, I I grew up on ready meals. I grew up on literally my freezer had so many microwave cheeseburgers, which was um <laughs> which was a which was a, outstanding really because it was a cheeseburger in a bun that you could put in the microwave for a minute and then get a hot delicious snack. Like That's it was, in, it was incredible. A rust, and like I a lo- rustlers. Oh my god, you're such a touring comedian, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it at a service yeah. station. Get it a what? A, a rustlers, a rib rustlers. It's basically just a slab of not meat. Right. Okay. Proper, proper horrible comedian service station fare is um, a Ginster's pasty. Oh, oh yeah. God. Grim. Absolutely. Sometimes, awful. sometimes there's nothing better though. Yeah. So this is the thing. So, so I, 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 I am from this, right? So I do yeah. understand. Like my biggest thing in the world, my, my, my favorite thing when I was growing up was those beans with little sausages in a can. 
I love those them. Hides. Oh my god, oh they my were god. incredible. I've, I've just literally, my mouth is watering. I haven't had them for twenty <laughs> odd years. I got, I got Nothing to tell would you, make Matt, me happier. For your information, they're still delicious. Are they really? All right, they're still yeah. available. I was like, surely yeah. they've been like they're not, contaminated. They're not still available. This is. Let's just see if you're still into this. Do you have any in your house right now? Beans with little sausages in. Yeah. No, but I did have a few weeks ago. Okay. <laughs> okay. Genuinely. Okay. I've got so, them in the cupboard. I have beans like four times a week, though. I'm a loser. But <laughs> So with, with these ready meals, do you still eat them all the time? No, because what happened was, so when I was like single or, you know, sort of going through relationships and sort of living in a, you know, rented flat and living the life I lived for like a lot of my life and as a, as a comic and a million other jobs to actually make money from... Um, that was what I'm not I'm not a good cook and I don't particularly enjoy cooking and when you're on your own there's no one else to cook for so you get into quite bad habits or delicious habits um so but then when I married my when I got together with my now husband he's a a foodie and he uh, he's not a, a health free because he like he loves you know sort of like loads of cheese and all that kind of thing but he is a foodie so he's got a very high level of quality for food so I sort of, my habits have changed through being with someone who has higher standards. Like, but I still, but he still laughs at me because I'll still have, you know, um, Heinz to my cream of tomato soup oh. and baked beans oh. and uh, mm. like really cheap cakes from the corner shop. Yeah. I discovered meals in those years that I would never have put together myself, but that became delicious to me. For example, a... a sort of tomato-y tuna pasta bake. And oh, I would yeah. like put, you know, that's something that I would think would be like red meat in there, but they've put tuna in it instead. Yeah, that doesn't really work, does it? Um, but I liked it. I yeah. think I have incredibly low standards. Well, maybe, I mean, but maybe that's not a bad thing because when you do have a nice thing, it's absolutely amazing. Like, you know, when, when your husband takes you to, say, a really fancy foodie restaurant, you're like, yeah. well, this is mind-boggling. Because- but are you secretly <laughs> thinking, I would really prefer a, um, uh, a curry from the co-op? Yes, often. Right, Very yeah. often, I am. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a veg dodger. So are you really? I to, right, I okay. Be, I've, don't get me wrong. Like, I'm like, this is, this is really me. Like, the last few years, I've had to up my game so as not to like die because um, <laughs> I was aware I was aware like I wasn't healthy I mean I make up for it like I don't I don't really drink or anything like that but I was aware that my eating habits are really unhealthy so I have changed my ways and now I reluctantly eat some fruit and vegetables but hey it's Danny Pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. 
Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, I do just really prefer the taste of a lot of shit food to some food that is very high high-end food yeah yeah so funny i went to um i remember and my friend izzy i'm naming her won't mind me saying this no and shaming her but like i was brought up like with very um like some processed food sometimes turkey burgers for dinner but sometimes oh, yes. like cooked food but definitely quite plain food nothing yep. very adventurous and um then when I went to uni, so I went to uni at Oxford and I was surrounded by girls who would freely admit were posher than me. And in like week one, <laughs> Izzy was we were eating some mango, which I'd literally never had in my life before. And she <laughs> she uttered the words in a perfectly posh voice. She was like, you've never had a fresh mango. <laughs> oh my god you've never had a fresh mango and she now takes the piss out of herself for saying that oh my but it's become like a it's become like a mantra in our household for like you've never had a fresh mango it is a certain class thing isn't it but it I, and it makes you wonder like would i be so into ready meals if i'd have been brought up with like such a wide variety of stuff I'd, i have no idea yeah if, if you could pick a kumquat out of a lineup at the age of 11 <laughs> You wouldn't be, in, you wouldn't be, you would be interested in the little, the little pork very much in, you know, quotation yeah, yeah. pork sausages in baked beans. If I'd have been like, "Mummy, can I have some quince jelly instead of ice cream?" <laughs> the thing is, Matt. Like, I know that you might be a bit more opposed to this one than I am. But how do you feel about this? Is this like good, bad, or bad, bad? Well, part of me yearns for it. Like, part of me would love. Um, like a can of breakfast. Like I used to remember that. I loved that. Did you ever have that? <laughs> oh, oh, breakfast like, in a oh tin, yeah. Oh my God, I used to love that. I used to love it. And like, um, oh. and uh, and I remember like, I remember in my household, it would be like a really like big night if we have that, that pie that came in the can. I can't remember what it was called. But it was Findus, like a pie. Uh, um, a f- Frey Bentos. Frey Bentos pie. Oh my God. That was like, that was big boy stuff, man. That was like, that was the, that was the night. (laughs) So, um, you know, and, and birds of potato waffles I, I, I yearn for, you know, so it's, um, so, so I I can't, I can't say bad, bad. I want to say bad, bad. Everything within me right now wants to say this is bad, bad, but I can't, I think it's good, bad. I'm the same only because, I mean, I had, I, I had a I had a ready meal this week. It was an M and S one, like you know things things are going okay, and but and also <laughs> like I never I never don't have things like fish fingers and waffles and stuff in my freezer. Uh, that they're like a staple so i have to say good bad because this is how i live my life still <laughs> otherwise you wouldn't be able to carry on living today today i bought an aubergine it's the first time i've ever bought an aubergine so <laughs> did, you have, did you have a bit of fun with it in the supermarket yeah, I was like, oh, look, oh, look at this thing an eggplant <laughs> they call them there we go good bad
So, can we have your next confession, please? My next confession is that I watch incredibly trashy TV. Like uh, Love is Blind uh, or Selling Sunset. I don't know if you've seen that. No. Um, So, all of the cake programmes, all of the love match programmes... I just really, I just really like really trashy, gossipy TV about what I what I think are awful people. I love watching. It. <laughs> <laughs> so what? So what is it you love about it? Uh, do you, have you heard? Have either of you heard of Selling Sunset? It's on uh, yes, I'm. I know Selling Sunset. I watched no. it thinking it was a property show, but it isn't, is it? Yeah, really? exactly. I got into it. So please, please explain yeah, it. Right. So Matt, let me sell okay. Selling Sunset to you. Um, so. What got me in was I was told that it was a property show. Now, I love like location, location and Wells Great yeah, Homes and all that kind of thing. Um, and this is about uh, homes in Hollywood or across L.A. that are like millionaire, billionaire properties. And you get to spy on the beautiful homes of the rich and famous. Right. But then I started watching it. And it's actually more about the love lives and torrid friendships of this group of mostly women who sell these properties. And I've never really seen anyone like them. They all look the same. And uh, they've all had like the Hollywood sort of amazing surgery done. And um, they, they, in their conversation, they constantly talk about what kind of people they are before talking. <laughs> so Christine, the thing is about me is that I'm the kind of person who values loyalty. Whereas I feel like you're the kind of person who lets things go beneath the surface and then Christine's like, well, the thing is, the thing about me is that I'm someone who says it how it is and I'm very honest, whereas I feel like you're someone who keeps things underneath and sometimes people think that I am a person who just blurts things out, but actually I'm a person who is just wears my heart on my sleeve and I often get hurt. Um, they- I have, I've never heard them summed up so perfectly, those shows. That is exactly what they are. They talk, and the same arguments go round oh. and round and round, but I can't stop watching it. They're all, they're all getting engaged and getting married. I can't keep track. Every week someone else has got engaged. And they're all, and in spite of me saying this, they're all like, they are educated, powerful independent women in their own right they've got incredible jobs they've got you know wealth that they earned um they're stunning you know they know what they're they know what they're about and they're all with fucking awful guys (laughs) (laughs) really no so thick they're with these guys who are like good looking but have got nothing else and it's kind of in a way it's quite a pleasing like cross reversal of the traditional kind of like rich man pretty woman role but you're like get away from these men you can do so much better than this that's the kind of program that i just get addicted to i mean look i i i am into this i i get i'm obsessed with them because they are sort of fascinating and they're not the kind of people you'd meet that's it i think i wonder if i wonder if uh i know not all not all british people are the same and but i do i do like it, it seems so far removed to me from anyone i've ever met even the most even the most showbiz, wealthy, privileged British person I've ever met doesn't seem to be anywhere close to those that Beverly Hills sort of valley yeah. woman. And it's so alien and it's so fascinating. It's like learning <laughs> a new type <laughs> of person. Like, a new species you? has evolved. Yeah. 
Yeah. All devolved, yeah. Matt, do you know, have you watched any of this? I have not heard of any of this, let alone watched it. So I I, I'm, I'm, I feel oh, very out of the mate. loop. Did you not Although watch I, any what... of Love is Blind, Matt? No, no, I've never watched that. Never watched Love Island. Yeah. Never watched any of that stuff, unfortunately. So I swanned in and, and won I'm a Celeb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to selling Sunset, what is it about them that you really like? Because we talked about the, the, these kind of these people, but what is it that keeps you going back? <laughs> well, part of it is the beautiful homes. Um, yeah, fine. But well, one thing like this, so I genuinely, genuinely admire the glamour, the effort that they go to every hour of every day in the heat of LA to look the way they look. I don't mean the plastic surgery and all that. I mean, like, and the tan and everything, but like the their, com- their commitment to looking pristine is as I, I'm a very, I'm a very like scrappy, lazy person by nature. And so I genuinely I kind of admire their adherence to that genuinely. Um, but also that this kind of constant, constant self-analysis um, <laughs> is frankly astonishing like they're selling <laughs> homes they're millionaires they're just living they're living a busy life in LA but they seem to have the capacity to analyze themselves all the time um which is you know fascinating yeah and quite often they're wrong about it yeah you're so right I've never heard someone go that is what they do but they do they're always like well the thing is I'm loyal and you're like no you're not you're not actually <laughs> like, at, at all like, there's nothing about you that's like that. Now, Matt, um, I- I'm going to go first with this one. I think this is good, bad. I watch I watch a lot of telly, and I really like... I love how this kind of reality telly is made, and I love... I think it's a masterpiece, a lot of it, in, in casting, and the people they find is unbelievable. So I think this is good, bad. Like, this is what I do as well. Matt? I have no reference, really, because I have not seen anything. But I don't see why this would in any way be bad. You know, it's um, it's not hurting anyone. It's okay. You can watch what you watch. Great. Yeah. So I'm um, good, bad for me. Whoop. Could we have your next confession, please? Yes. My next confession, which in my opinion is not bad, but plenty of people think it is, is that I regularly, uh, when it's not locked down, put on a full face of makeup on the tube or bus going that's right from foundation through via mascara to powder um whilst on the train or bus you mean yeah oh okay right now do you ever do this matt you know what (laughs) i have done this before like when i've been going to say for example like a little job where you've got to be on a camera for a bit and there's no make and they're not going to do your makeup because I do put a bit of concealer on. And before I got a night out, I'm known to put a bit of concealer on. So, yeah, I have, I have done this on the bus before. You know, if I'm looking a bit tired, a little bit of concealer, a little bit of powder, I would guess like that fine. probably takes about five minutes It's not. It's not an advanced thing, you know, like it's it's a basic level of this. But what, what, when you talk about this, like people find it controversial, what is the controversy behind doing this? Several things, I think. Um, I think one is... Uh, an old-fashioned idea which I've heard even friends my age talk about that um, you shouldn't show the preparation a lady shouldn't show the preparation that goes into right. how she appears really um, right it should be in private it shouldn't be a, a public a public thing um, and I think perhaps what goes alongside that is like you know you're evidently 
for me for me makeup is is quite functional i enjoy it very much i enjoy wearing it but i i don't wear it around the house you know and i i put it i put a particular makeup on for a particular job that i'm going to for me it's getting it's getting ready you know to go to a job and mm. i think that perhaps uh yeah some people think that it's this thing that you should do in your bedroom like a private thing um and other people and then another argument which and this is where I really want to like be like this isn't true um is that it sort of affects people the way it would if you were spraying perfume or deodorant or something like that and I'm always very careful to make sure that everything I do is not affecting anyone else you know I'm very careful right. no no powder goes anywhere else I keep it very neat and do it all here um so there, there's no reason for people to feel like physically uh, repulsed <laughs> by what I'm doing. But you get, honestly, over the years, because I've been doing it since I started, um, I commuted to drama school. I was living in Oxford, um, working when I got to do a one-year course in drama in, in London. And I commuted every morning at six in the morning on a coach. And you had to turn up the, the full tube? faith of makeup. The Oxford Tube, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so I was commuting. So I was half asleep when I got on the bus and you had to arrive ready for drama school with like, you know, looking stage screen ready kind of thing. And so I got used to doing makeup on a bumpy coach uh, <laughs> every <laughs> every morning. And since then I've kind of, I've got used to it. I've got a very steady hand and it's, to me, it's like the natural thing to do. So you, I'd rather use the wasted time on a tube doing it than use time at home that I could be asleep or doing something else. Um, but you get so many shitty looks. People hate it. People look really? gloriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that baffles me because like, I, I'm very time efficient. Like, um, like if I can do two things at the same time to kill time, that sounds ideal to me. So why wouldn't you do this when you have nothing that's else to I do think. but sit on the train? It makes absolutely perfect sense to me. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I think. And also, um, if you can do it on a bumpy coach, I mean, this is um, you're very skilled at this. I am skilled at it. Yeah, this should be like a like a like a round on RuPaul's Drag Race. They should put them on different like um, different apparatus and make them do their makeup whilst they're like you know on a bucking bronco or something. It's um it's 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 genius. <laughs> it genuinely is like a magic trick. Um, yeah. Looking at if you looked at me, but it takes I do like full face, so it's like it's a good half hour. Um, if you look at me like from Stockwell up to Euston, um from what I look like when I first got on and what I look like when I step off is a different person. And a lot of women actually do, do like watch you in a sort of like fascinated way, like for tips. And I do that. I do that to other women who do their makeup <laughs> on the tube. I right. watch her and I'm like, oh, she's doing, that's nice contouring. Lovely stuff. How's she thinking? <laughs> the problem here isn't that this is bad this i mean everything about what you're doing i think is positive it's been drilled into you by other people that it's not a good thing and this is their problem not your confession almost is what i feel it's true i suppose a confession is like something that you feel embarrassed about and actually i don't feel embarrassed about it. society's just, put I've the embarrassment made... on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah fuck the man yeah, it's true. I, as long as I we do... can rectify this you know like... <laughs> i think it is a generational thing i think that like our parents age really frown upon that kind of thing and i think that along with sort of body positivity and being more honest about image and things i think people our age a lot more people are fi absolutely fine with it but as from middle-aged people like often giving you the evils i think you should be even prouder about it like do, 
do more on the train, like moisturise, like exfoliate. Get yeah, get the perfume out. Yeah, well, I mean, the perfume I've not got a problem with because people eat smelly food on the train. Yeah, it's yeah. Tr- yeah, that's true. And that's I, I would never eat something smelly on the train, but I would maybe on a, in a train seat, kind of like squirt some deodorant because it doesn't smell bad. Yeah, I think if you can, I do think there are ways. Like whatever you're doing, there are ways of being discreet about it. I think you've been made to feel bad incorrectly about this. I think mm. doing, but also like ultimately, it's no one's fucking business what you're up to. Uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. on the train, like if people do make you feel judged, like it's it's not down to that. It's down to them, not down to you. Like you're you're living your life however you want to live it. I'm almost tempted to say this isn't even good bad. I I think shame on other people. <laughs> Like a, interesting, like, Matt. To, to break the format, I breaking think breaking the I've, format. My yeah, God, we, which we've never done before. I think um, this is this isn't your issue to worry about. This is other people. You put your makeup on, and if you're good at it, screw them. Yeah, I love this. This is great. Let's yeah. put this on. Let's put this out there. <laughs> I, I'm I'm kind of the same. Like I don't understand why you would feel bad about this. Like it has um, I mean it's 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 time efficient. You know, it's your time. Do whatever you want with it. You know, once I was on a train and I saw a woman reading a hardcore porn magazine. And I was like, that's something you know, a bit, a bit further out there. Yeah, she was sat there that's like middle-aged middle well, middle lady, middle-aged lady. I was on my way to school and I was sat there in the morning, by the way, in the morning. I was sat there on my way to school. It's a bit much of it. And she got on, she sat down, pulled a hardcore porn magazine out of her bag. <laughs> I, was like, I was looking around, seeing if I was being filmed. I was like, is this for real? But she was genuinely for real. Like, so that, I maybe that's a step that. too far. Yeah. I have to ask, was she like, was she like kind of flicking through it or was she really, really no, Casually it? reading it. Like literally, like like reading the, 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 apparently there's writing in them, but she was reading it, you know, like she was, she's fully oh into it. Oh my God. I know, interesting, right? So she's that, I mean. features. Yes, exactly. You know, she's maybe my, trying to find some of her writing in it. Maybe she's a writer. But um, yes, it was, um, it, I mean, that is a bit of a step too far. But this, I don't see any problem with this whatsoever. This is good, bad to me. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, what, where can people find you? Um, obviously, there's not touring at the moment so much, but where can people yeah. find you and what, what are you up to? Uh, most of my news is kind of on rachelparis.com but um, if you follow me on Twitter, um, I've got like a regular Tuesday night online show. Great. Uh, called All right. uh, Rachel and Marcus's Tuesday Night Club. Um, and that's with Always Be Comedy. Um, so if you follow me on Twitter at Rachel Paris, then you'll find out all about that. Um, once again, thank you so much for coming on. It's been brilliant. Thank you. Thank you, guys. It's been awesome. Bye. See you later. Bye. Big thanks again to Rachel Paris there. Isn't she wicked? Um, she doesn't wash enough. Uh, she loves a ready meal as well, which um, which I, since doing this, have not stopped thinking about that bloody breakfast in a tin. I used to love that shit. Um, can't believe it. Wouldn't eat that with a barge pole now. But yeah, she's amazing. So go check her out. She's on Instagram. She's on Twitter. Go find her. Go find out what she's up to next. I'm sure she'll be in a town near you very soon when the world kicks back to life. Okay, so we have some of your confessions this week. Um, this one comes from a gentleman. I won't say his name. It goes, I call my neighbour's cat Steve without them knowing for months now. To the point, the cat now responds to Steve. The other day, I accidentally called the cat Steve in front of my neighbour and had to explain why because I couldn't think of an excuse quick enough. Steve's real name is Ellie. (laughs) Um, I have no problem with this. I think it's funny. 
you know, we've had a couple of people in the past who have nicknames for certain people that they don't know about. I think it's um, absolutely fine. Um, plus, Steve probably gets something out of it, otherwise he wouldn't come to you under the under the name of Steve. You know, he likes you. Embrace it. I don't see any problem with this. It's good, bad. Well done. Every week, I get quite a lot of these style of confessions. I'm just going to read a couple out to you. My confession is I'm a huge Busted fan. I'm a 35-year-old dad of three who has been to see you countless times. That's one. Another one is I'm 30 and I like nothing more than going to a Busted gig. Now, I think what you're trying to say is that you need to feel embarrassed about going to a Busted concert. How fucking very dare you? We're a bloody good band. I mean, you could be spending your money on McFly tickets, for instance, and you should be ashamed of yourself. Um, uh, but no there's nothing wrong with this you know in fact you should be going to concerts you should be buying merch you know there'll be um, there'll be a lovely tour on sale soon I'm sure and there'll be merchandise for you to buy if you feel embarrassed to wear it in public you know they make perfectly good pyjamas I hear okay so that's it that's the end um, I hope you've enjoyed yourself hope you've had a lovely time I have had a wicked time um, actually I'm lying it's been really weird doing this without Matt um, I never want to do a podcast on my own ever again Never go away again. Never leave me ever, ever again. Um, But as always, please like, subscribe to the podcast. If you do like it, let us know. Send me your confessions. I'm on Instagram. I'm Matt J. Willis. Uh, Matt Richardson's on Instagram as well. We're on Twitter. Uh, We're everywhere. Please get in touch. Send us your confessions because they're bloody funny and I love reading them. And um, if you do like the podcast, if you could like, you could subscribe. Please leave a comment as well. I love reading them. I hope you have a fantastic week. We'll see you next week. All the best. Peace out. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.